0: Welcome back to Two Guys, One Plan Podcast, the weekly podcast where we deep dive into a different vegetable, fruit, nut, and different plant, and we explore the history, nutrition and medicinal uses, how to grow it, how to store it, and how to cook it, along with a couple of weird facts that we do along the way. Uh, my name's Simon Hall. And I'm Tim Akerman. And today, Tim, we are looking at the... Snow pea. You sounded very excited to be doing snow <laughs> so pea today. So excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it was your idea. Let's uh, let's just cover off with that at
1: the moment. I, but... I'll, I'll wear this one. I'm going to take... I'll take one on the chin. <laughs> mm.
0: I mean, we have to go through all the vegetables at thumb mm. sage. We will be getting to...
1: Um, the superstars,
0: yeah. Quote marks are uh, boring vegetables. No, I'm. I'm saying we are going to have some that oh, don't yeah. seem to be very interesting. And I mean, it wasn't super interesting in the in the history and
1: and the notes. But let's not let's not set the tone <laughs> too negative here. Come on, we need well, to be bi- unbiased. There were,
0: <laughs> there were some good things.
1: Yeah,
0: were, I, I actually found a fair bit of a interesting history. Is not that not that vast, but. It is a, it's interesting once we get into the other areas. I don't know anything about nutrition. You're Mm. going to be covering that today, but Mm. uh, yeah. Um, How's
1: your week been? Week's been good. Uh, Coronavirus restrictions Mm. eased somewhat. Lifting slightly. Excitingly, we are not doing this podcast by Skype. I know. We are actually (laughs) in the same room together.
0: I know. 1.5 metres away from each other.
1: I had to put up a spit guard for Simon though. Yes.
0: Well, that's why I have this little uh, pop filter on my microphone (laughs) as well. because, And I wash it every week because I spit all over it. Oh, don't. (laughs) Anyway. um, Well, that's good, mate. What about your week? Yeah, really good. Um, Busy with... uh, the little boy, mm. um, so that keeps us uh, definitely busy at the moment. Yeah. What is he now?
1: Weeks? Seven, eight weeks. Seven? I
0: think he is seven. Yeah. Okay. Six, six and a bit weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: still young. Oh, very. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. your little boy is doing well as well. Yeah, he's good. Mm. Um, what are we now? Coming up to five months. Hmm. Um. Definitely. His personality starting to come through, let's put it that way. That's cool. <laughs> it's
0: nice to see that though, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Look, it's been really good to be at home, yeah. you know, all, all the negative stuff about this coronavirus thing, but it's been nice to have a lot of time with him.
0: Yeah, mm. absolutely. Well, that's good, man. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Um, well, before we get too deep into uh, the snow pea, have you... Had any experiences with Snow pea? You've obviously tried it before. we eat them regularly. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's how um, regularly
1: are we talking? Oh um monthly? Oh yeah. That's yeah. not really that that you eat it
0: 12 times a year. Well I mate,
1: I don't keep a diary of how, how no, many times uh, I eat it. I'm just it's a guess. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, but yes, well, twelve uh, times. Exactly twelve. No more, no less.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say it's regularly, but anyway. Um yeah, I don't. We don't buy snow peas ever. Oh, Jamie hates them.
1: Really? Yeah, passionately. There oh, you go. Hates them. Hates just snow peas or most peas. Uh she likes the peas that are out of the pods. Right. So it's like the, the edible, sweet peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, green peas. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
0: garden peas and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, anything with a pod still around it is a no-go zone.
1: So no Doesn't peas. Doesn't like beans either. Yeah, which is a oh, shame. There you go. So, yeah.
0: I wonder what that is.
1: Yeah, Is it the bitterness or?
0: Uh, I don't think so because they're not really that
1: bitter. Mm. Are they? But garden peas is a lot sweeter. Yes, they yeah, are. Granted. Right. Yeah, there you go. So mm. You, mm, interesting. We'll, I know. Because we'll put them in a stir fry or Yeah. Um. even just steam them up and put them with, with steamed vegetables or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of just steaming them. I feel like they're a bit bland like that, but. Uh, that's just personal choice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind them. Okay. Well, uh, look. Let's let's not uh, let's not dilly dally too much. Ooh. Let's jump into facts. No more dilly dally. Yeah. Yep. Um, some weird facts uh, that you've found, or I don't know if you found any weird
1: things. Uh, or... It depends. Weird. I've got one particularly interesting fact, and then a couple of other, you know. Small things, to mediocre. Talk about. Yeah, mediocre. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a
0: mediocre podcast. We just want to uh, just premise that before yep. we get too stuck into it. And if you're not a fan of snow peas, please uh, please refrain from listening to the rest of the podcast. Please listen <laughs> to the end. Don't get peased on uh, by this podcast. All right,
1: go on. You you hit me with the first one. All right, one, well, I'm okay. going to start with the most exciting thing <laughs> that I think is the most exciting thing. Okay, fruit or vegetable.
0: Oh, this is really going to be a boring podcast. <laughs> if that's the most <laughs> exciting fact that you found about Well, I didn't realise. Okay. Uh, I would
1: say... Because this is down as our vegetable podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, because... Um, well, I would say it was a vegetable. Incorrect.
1: Bum, bum. Okay. Okay. So fruit. because
0: the seeds are on the inside, it's a fruit.
1: Well, the peas are the seeds. Yes. But we eat the whole snow pea. And yes. And the pod that is around it is the fruit.
0: Okay. Yeah. So that would mean that garden peas would be a vegetable.
1: Well, they're all part of the legume family. Yes. Um, and they generally fall into the fruit category. Okay. Legumes. Yeah. Because legumes are seeds and beans. Yeah. And they come out of a pod. And it's all, that's all technically classified as fruit.
0: How odd! Yeah, How very, told very you odd. it was interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, fair enough. A little bit interesting. And yes, I give you so that. There's so many things. So you know,
1: <laughs> vegetable. Everyone thinks they're a vegetable. Yeah, that's but they're correct. Actually a fruit, which yeah. then makes me think about the government guidelines of your your two and five. Oh yeah, it, that swings the balance. You know, you think you might be having vegetable, but you're actually having fruit. Well, I feel like that is a bit
0: outdated anyway. Well, they're guidelines to help yes. people
1: eat more fruit and vegetable, but it's- Yeah, but if the
0: classifications are all over the place, then how hey, you know what you're supposed to be doing.
1: Uh, well, why don't you write your own classification? No,
0: no, no. I'm talking <laughs> about like fruit and vegetable I classifications. Know, it's, it's, people got no idea whether no. you're eating a fruit or a vegetable. No, just what the supermarket tells you. Exactly. Good marketing. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, that was good. Yeah, I've got see? one for you. Go, um Okay. So a Norfolk pea expert and scientist. Mike Ambrose has grown the biggest, okay, so they, I'm going to get to this a little bit later, but they're called uh, mangetau. Yes. Yes. It's a French word. Correct. I didn't
1: want to try and say it in case I pronounced it wrong. Yeah. I think I, I think it might be Mangetout. When I read it like first, like that. all I read was mange. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay. So he's grown the biggest snow pea in the world mm-hmm. with pods more than twice the side of your tip. Twice the size Of your typical Garden varieties wow. So his Super-sized um, uh, Pods mm. Are 16.5 Centimetres Long
1: That's massive Yeah That is a decent
0: size, right? It's half a ruler. Yeah. Half a 30 centimeter. Actually, a bit over half a 30 Mm. 30 centimeter. Exactly one and a half centimetres over half. Correct. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or about six and a half inches long. Okay, so this variety that he grows, Mm. uh, which originated uh, from Spain, also has a really good taste. And he was saying that, um, you know, these are really good to eat as well. But he's the curator of the world's biggest collection of... Peas, so not Thomas Jefferson. No, right, thank god. Hey, Mike (laughs) Ambrose. Um, he is responsible for safeguarding three and a half thousand varieties of Of just peas in a temperature control controlled store. And uh, where's this bloke? Uh, he's in
1: Norwich. Okay, I was wondering if that's near the seed vault. Oh, yeah, I know. I've I've heard about that place. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I don't know, mm. but each year he grows about a tenth of the collection to assess the characteristics of the pea.
1: Well, wow. okay. Yeah. Crazy, strange, huh? strange what people do for jobs, isn't it? Oh,
0: man. Like, <laughs> he's a pea expert and scientist.
1: <laughs> like, uh, do you <laughs> think he has to clarify when he's, when he's in a group? I'm an expert in pea, but not, not pea, but peas.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm a doctor, actually. <laughs> a doctor of peas. A doctor. <laughs> Oh. All right, so do you have anything else you got to... Wait, uh... do you think he works for green peas? <laughs>
1: <laughs> peas, don't do this. Oh, okay. my God. Okay, uh, next one. Uh, I wanted to talk about snow peas versus the sugar peas, the sugar okay. snap yes, peas. Yes, yes, I am going to get into this. Yes, so I'm going to just be really, a... really brief on this back. Yeah, because it's not... Go on. Because it, people think that they're the same, Okay. but they're actually different. Well, they've get, got two different names. Yeah, but a lot of people could think they're interchangeable. Inter- okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're not. They're actually, they're actually separate varieties that belong to the same family. Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's, What's all that I it? That's what I wanted to say. Well, I don't <laughs> okay. want to steal your thunder, mate. No, well, yeah. It's not that
1: thunderous, let's <laughs> yeah, be honest. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I've got another one for you. Yeah, sure. So do you know the game Plants vs. Zombies?
1: Negative. Oh, really? No, never heard of it.
0: Oh, Okay. There's an EA games called Plants vs. Zombies. Right. And basically you plant a little plant that shoots things at these zombies and they <laughs> sort of make their way across the screen and you have to... So is it like... Like um, tower defense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like a tower defense game. Anyway, the snow pea was one of the original um, plants in the Plants vs. Zombie and pretty much the best plant to have no against way. the zombies. Okay. Right. And it's shooted... It spat snow peas at the zombies to like take them out. Okay.
1: Awesome. <laughs> so, this is
0: made by EA. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> but I found like a meme. Right. And it was like, uh, so it says, when you were one of the best plants in Plants vs. Zombie, the original but EA messes you over and makes you a premium plant so that people oh. have to pay $5 to use you anymore. Goddamn in a- our purchases. <laughs> That's it. And it's got a picture of the Snoopy crying. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> like it. Sadness noise um, written underneath it, which mm. I found really funny. That's a good so, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so there you go. Like, I suppose uh, I didn't think that they were any good, but they're really good at taking out zombies. Mm-hmm. Apparently so,
1: they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's a win, if you're willing to pay for it.
0: Well, yeah, but it's only four ninety five. dollars oh, four ninety nine. So that's, I feel like that's a good use of dollars when a zombie apocalypse actually yeah. happens. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great. That was a really good fact.
0: That's the podcast.
1: Are we scraping the bottom of the barrel here? Or a what? little bit, mm.
0: but that's okay. Shall we just jump straight into history?
1: Yeah, because my you next know? fact... Kind of it's like it a true segues <laughs> no it segues into my nutrition
0: okay. section. Okay. Yep. That's cool. All right, well then let's just let's just go straight into yep. history. Let's do it. All right, you ready? Mm. This is the history of the snow pea. Okay. So the common name snow pea um, is actually um, not quite right, but because the planting season of this pea is not really earlier than any of the other peas. So it's like, they call it a misnomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another common name for the snow pea is the Chinese pea. Mm-hmm. And it's probably uh, related to the prominence of this Chinese dish, um, the, the, the snow pea in Chinese dishes. Yeah. So it's quite prominent in that, um, in that culture. Um, snow peas and snap peas both belong to the same family, which we just uh, spoke about. Um, and they were actually named in 1825 um, with the latin variety uh, which is pisum there <laughs> you pisum <laughs> sativum var macro mm, macro myself <laughs> <laughs> macro anyway yeah. um, so both in that same macropon macro capon group um, so it's said that, you know, the snow peas pretty much started around in the Mediterranean area. Mm. I mean, peas um, have been around since 3000 BC, um, but it's the snow peas and the sugar snap peas that kind of emerged more towards 17th century, which right. is where they sort of yep. came into. So the biggest difference is, you know, between peas and uh, snow peas is that, um so let's just jump into the two different types just so we can talk about this really quickly before I go into the rest of the, the history. But there's two different kinds of peas. There's shelling peas, which is the um garden or English peas, and then there's edible pod peas. All right. So the difference between the edible pod peas and shelling peas is that the shelling peas have a membrane inside the pod, between the pod and the peas. Mm. And as the pod ripens, the membrane dies. I mean, dries, becomes rigid and contracts, and that hardens the membrane and makes the pod twist, which opens it up. Oh, and, so like cracks and, open and... Yeah, and right. dispels the peas. Right, yeah. Okay? So, and that actually renders the pod inedible. Yep. So pea, garden peas and English peas uh, don't have edible pods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Edible pod peas don't have... Let me the, guess. Edible pods. Yes, correct, <laughs> mate. Well done. Look at you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm hey, surprised how um, quickly you learn this. I'm learning, stuff that mate. I'm learning. About, hey? yeah. uh, edible pod peas don't have that membrane. right? So when the pods are ripe, they're edible. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come in snap peas and, and snow peas. Um, snap peas have that rounded pod, whereas the snow peas, as we know, have a bit more of a flat mm. uh, pod. Um, both are quite old. Um, but the snap peas uh, were lost to Western man centuries ago and only rediscovered in the 1970s. Snow peas uh, have been cultivated in Asia for thousands of years and an important part of the Chinese diet. Mm -hmm. So that's the difference between the two different peas. Um, So let's talk about the snow peas, which is what we are here to do. Uh, in France, as we just mentioned before, the snow pea is also known as the manger <laughs> I hope I am pronouncing that correctly. Good, good French. I almost thought about yeah. getting Google Translate to, to say, it. say it. Yeah, yeah. I might yeah. actually do that. So I, I you'll hear it. that name in just a second. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it means uh, eat it all. Yes. In French. Yeah. Yeah. And so. by
1: by that definition, they mean you can eat the whole thing, the pod and the pea. Correct.
0: Right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so, Snow P in French is, <laughs> drum roll please, here we are. You going to play? Classic
1: silent moment. Yeah. This will be as good as your um peanut butter video you tried to do in I the know. last episode. Yeah.
0: I don't understand what's
1: happening. Yeah. Oh, you... Simon doesn't even technology.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? <laughs>
0: Pumoshtud>
1: Pumoshtud>
0: I was pretty close.
1: Very close. Yeah. I, almost Monshtud. indistinguishable, the difference between... <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, we digress. In Mandarin, they're known as Hilando, or the Holland pea. Uh, in China, the pea shoots and the flowers of the snow pea plant are considered a delicacy and known as Dao Miu. I have no doubt that I have pronounced that incorrectly, but mm. there
1: you go. But I feel like we should own the incorrect pronunciations. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm giving it a go. Oh,
1: yeah. Don't, hate. Eh?
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's native, as I mentioned, it's native to the Mediterranean region. Snow peas are really popular uh, back in Europe. Uh, the Oxford Companion to Food notes that the variety of the edible potted pea, probably closer to today's snow pea, was really popular in the seventeenth century in England. All right. Uh, from there, they spread to China, where they were quickly adopted as the preferred pea variety, and to this day are uh, almost the quintessential of the Oriental cuisine. Yeah. Um, snow peas thrive in cool climates, um, and they trail on the vine on the ground. Um, so actually, pretty good at uh, at growing in those in those particular areas. Um, there was, I, I mean, there's. I found a little bit more information about the sugar snap pea, which kind of was developed in nineteen seventy nine by a U.S. plant, plant breeder, Calvin Lamborn, um, and they became a little bit popular then. Um, but it wasn't really a. I mean, it doesn't really have a big, long history. Like yep. that's, we're talking yep. 30, no, 40. Historically, 40 peas years are ago. quite
1: old, but the the snow pea is relatively young. Compared. Correct. Yeah, That's okay. right.
0: I yep. mean, as I was doing the research on this, I found a lot of information on peas, like dating back tens of thousands of years. Yeah. Whereas the edible pod peas, not so much. Right. You've got peas that they used they've found in archaeological digs and do you mm. know what i mean like the same as what we discovered when we we're talking about onions and when we we're talking about plums and mm-hmm. when we we're talking about peanuts as well yeah you know very ancient yeah um yeah. food sources and the peas of that same um that same heritage whereas the snow pea is, is kinda, a baby it is a baby So there's not too much of the history that's kind of really prevalent in Chinese cuisine. It has been since, you know, the 1800s, 1900s. Yeah, standard
1: kind of vegetable stir fry.
0: Yeah. And it's very, very popular in in that cuisine. I think you'd be hard pressed to actually find it not in that Mm. cuisine. And as I was looking through, and I'm doing cooking today as well, and I'm going to cover off a couple of different um, techniques and cooking things, but... You know, there are Mediterranean ways to cook snow peas mm. and then there are Chinese ways to cook snow peas. Mm. And then I found a bit of stuff on, um, in Indian cuisine, cooking snow peas as yeah, well. Right. So um, it's definitely in those areas um, and not so much outside of that area. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't say that snow peas are a staple vegetable in Australia, in any sort of cuisine for uh, Australia. No, not really. No. Yeah. Um, I would say that you'd only probably see that in Chinese cuisine yeah. um, for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So yeah, as sh- very short as that is, that was the history of the snow pea Very good. Yeah. How boring. <laughs> but was it? Well, a little bit. I, I suppose boring is not the right word. It's just... Not as detailed as some of the other things that we've done. Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, history usually takes up a good portion of what we talk about. Whereas the snow pea is quite, is relatively young. There's not that much to really talk about. Yeah.
1: And we, yeah. we, we, um, we, we touched on this with, um, what else was young? Broccoli? Yes. Where the things that have been around since, you know, 4000 BC, not only is there a lot to know, they're generally embedded in the culture, yes. of the civilization, yep. and things that have emerged, you know, a couple hundred or four, three, 400 years ago, there's, doesn't have a lot to do with us as a society. It's really just about how no. we grow it and eat it. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yep.
0: It's just a variety of something else.
1: Yep. You know, mm. an
0: offshoot of the pea, mm. uh, which has a big history. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, we might have to touch on pea at some point. You can touch your pee. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> touching your
0: pee.
1: <laughs> Nutrition. I want to go back to the snow pea and the snap pea, the okay. sugar snap. Pee. Yes, yes. Because they are different, and they are they're from they're both related to the pea, but they are different varieties of, of pea. But nutritionally we gotta stop saying pea. Can we please stop saying pea? <laughs> peas, can we stop saying peas? <laughs> can you call it a legume? <laughs> Go on. The snow pea. Yes. Um their nutritional profile is identical. Oh. Yeah. Identical. Identical. Wow. So for all intents and purposes, everything that I speak about nutritional relates to both the snow pea and the sugar snap pea. That's it's so weird, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. I know they're from the same family, but usually they have a different nutritional profile mm. because... No, identical. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah All it's right. Strange. So, Go. it was strange. That's why it's a fact, but it's kind of part of my nutritional... Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah. That was a good fact, man. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I'm good with the facts. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Um, the... Snow pea is uh, quite high in fiber okay. for its size. Yep. Um, and got a, a decent amount of protein as well. Sugars is not as high as you would think it is. So it's it doesn't have that overly kind of sweet. You know, we are talking about a fruit at the end of the day, but it, it's not high in sugar like a, a typical fruit is. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it is. It's quite good on the the sugar level. Yep. What That's is interesting, interesting
0: because sugar snap peas and it's got like low sugar and it's
1: yeah i think in 100 grams you're talking about 7.5 grams of carbs 2.6 grams of fiber and 2.8 grams of protein yeah okay so while it is higher it's not crazy high yeah um carbohydrate what's interesting is the like the vitamins and minerals breakdown and this is this is kind of what blew me away so you've got vitamin a vitamin c vitamin k folate magnesium phosphorus potassium manganese and iron yeah but what i want to do is touch on a couple of really key ones yeah the first one is vitamin c so in 100 grams of snow peas you get 100 percent of your daily vitamin c intake in 100 grams of yeah whoa so it's super high in vitamin c like crazy high yeah and that blew me away because it comes back to what we discussed uh, how many episodes ago where oranges yes like oranges and what are they like 20 percent of your daily do you know it's really weird and i don't want to take this away
0: from any future episodes but do you know vitamin c tablets are made from barbados cherries i did not know that yeah that's interesting i know because they their vitamin c is 20 times higher than
1: anything else yeah that's crazy crazy Mm, interesting fact But this is
0: really uh, 100 grams of snow peas is not actually a lot It's not much Like you chuck all that into a, stir a right? snow peas It's a handful of snow peas Yeah, that's oh,
1: But wow. Cooking Kills the vitamin C Oh, what? Not not completely But you <laughs> like, reduce the level Oh my god. So you need to eat them as close to raw as possible If not raw Okay That's why like a light stir fry Yeah you know, Nice You just toss them in the pan Yeah Get some heat through it And away you go Yeah But the more you cook it The more vitamin C you lose Okay Um, So vitamin C, 100% of your daily intake. That's crazy. Vitamin K, 31% of your daily intake. And we're talking about 100 grams here.
2: Yeah.
1: Vitamin A, 22% of your daily dietary requirement. Iron, 11% of your daily dietary requirement. Manganese, 12% of your dietary requirement. (laughs) Folate, 10% of your dietary requirement. I mean, this thing is borderline superfood.
0: That's a lot of, like, in just 100 grams, you're covering grams. off
1: a lot of bases there. Yeah. And it goes back to what we said, vitamin C and iron, both in that plant. Yeah. It's designed to absorb. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I see. Uh, this is what this is what kind of um, makes me wonder why people have such an issue with, like, you know, plants and iron absorption from, mm. from plant-based sources. Yep. I think that if you looked deeper into where to actually get your iron from yep. and didn't just think spinach, because that's all a lot of people think about Correct. is just, yep. I need to eat more spinach. But I mean, we're talking about beetroot having really good iron, mm. snow peas having.
1: But beetroot, high in vitamin C as well. So vitamin C and I, iron. I know. Yeah. I know. So yeah.
0: having beetroot and, um, you know, uh, these snow peas in a. I don't think it's too outside the realm of possibility to have them both in a salad, mm.
1: like beetroot
0: and snow peas. No
1: way! Yeah, you could totally do that. Mm. Yeah. What? Digressing off this a little bit, I was reflecting before we did this podcast today about what I'd learned and what had changed in our eating habits mm-hmm. since we started doing this. Yeah. And there's a number of things that have changed that I've commented to you. You know, not outside of the podcast, like. Storing the tomatoes on the counter and how nice they taste. Mm-hmm. Um, we now eat beetroot raw where we can. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Cook broccoli less than what we would normally cook it. Yep. Uh, less worried about onion and chopping it up and how long it sits for and those sorts of things. Yeah. We've really started to modify the way we consume our food yeah. based on what we're learning. And it's it's really exciting.
0: Yeah. yeah. We have done the
1: same. We, I still
0: have tomatoes up on the bench right yep. now. Yeah. Just uh did you did good. you used to put them in the fridge or yes. have you noticed the flavor difference? Well, Jamie put them in the fridge the other day and I said we don't put these in the fridge have anymore. Know, have you noticed? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they actually last longer. They do yeah. out on the bench. Yeah. So which is weird to me. They get really soft when I put them in the in mm. the
1: fridge over a couple of days. Soft and flavorless. Yeah. Yeah. So and I and you know if you've listened to the tomato podcast you know how much I love tomatoes. Mm. And They've been really nice since they've been on the bench. I like it, man. Yeah, Yeah, it's been good. Mm. Anyway, so... Tell me more about this superfood. Well, I've covered off the vitamins and minerals. And, you know, I'm going to repeat things that we've spoken about in previous podcasts. But if if this is the first time you're listening, I want to talk about why vitamin C is good, why vitamin K is good. Yep. Um, and why the fibre that you get in the pea is good as well. The fi- Interesting, the fibre that you get is the pod, so it's not really in the seed the pea, pea, so you've got to eat yeah. the whole pod to get the fibre.
0: Um, well, they're edible pods, right? Yeah.
1: You don't really buy them for the...
0: Well, who's going to spend the time to shuck them? and? Mate, the tiny peas inside, I know, are they're, they're terrible. So little. Actually, yeah. not even worth your time. Yeah, <laughs> It's really you're buying it for the pod, Correct. that's
1: it. But I, I just needed to make that distinction. Yeah, okay. But anyone
0: know, buying snow peas for the bees, <laughs> get your head checked.
1: They might have an OCD and no, can't. man, you. that's terrible. <laughs> anyway. Um. So vitamin C, you know, it's it's a very common vitamin that we yep. we've talked about, but we grow up being taught about vitamin C, mm-hmm. you know, from a very early age. Yeah. And the snow pea being a hundred percent of your daily requirement it's worth just quickly touching on why vitamin c is good i'm still not over that fact no neither am i no. i said to chris when i was there, I was like did you know <laughs> You're doing your thing she again. had no idea yeah no yeah. i don't think anyone's gonna no, it, it blew my mind yeah. but now when i think about and again as we learn more fruit versus vegetable right so now that i know it falls in the fruit category mm. it makes sense that it's high in vitamin c because I'm finding typically your fruits are higher in C and your vegetables are higher in other minerals and mm. and it, it, it kind of feels like they, they fall on either side yeah fruit versus vegetable yeah. I mean there's going to be exceptions across the way but yeah absolutely um, your fruits seem to have more vitamin C than than the vegetables nice um, but yeah vitamin C really good for our uh, immune health um, helps with white blood cell uh, production which helps helps fight fight disease mm-hmm. it's also considered. Um, an antioxidant uh, help with blood pressure control uh, and heart disease risk. Mm-hmm. But um, the peas, apart from the vitamin C, which is an antioxidant, they also have other flavonoids and carotenoids, which are antioxidants mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. which we've touched on in the past, but really good, um, like uh, free radical yeah. uh, reduction, that sort of thing. So at the end, it can decrease risk of heart disease and stroke. Um, as a kind of takeaway from that with the the vitamin C and the flavonoids and carotenoids that are in there. Yep. Vitamin K, which is one that's not commonly spoken about. Mm. Uh, And I think in a previous podcast, we had to double check what vitamin K did Mm -hmm. and it's now becoming more and more common as we talk about this. So again, you know, identical nutritional profile. This is sugar, sugar, snap pea and the, the snow pea, as I said, really high in vitamin K. I think, it was like yeah, thirty-one percent of our um, dietary requirement in just a hundred grams. It's mind-blowing. Anyway, uh, vitamin K really good for blood clotting. So when mm-hmm. it, it's blood clotting, it's to help the help the blood clot when it needs to. Yes. Um, so it's 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 not blood thinning or anything like that. No. It, it helps okay. with blood clotting. Yep. And the other th- other thing is bone health. So it. it um, Vitamin K is shown to have a, um, a key role in bone strength and bone density. Mm. So if you're not getting enough K, you're at increased risk of osteoporosis and yeah. other kind of bone diseases like that.
0: Yeah. So this is really a good thing for, I mean... Elderly? Well, yeah, yep. I was going to say as you're getting on in the years, mm. you know, having more and more snow peas in your diet is probably yeah. would be a good thing to oh, do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Relatively easy to grow. I mean, I know you're going to touch on growing... Soon, oh, but super easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So where was I? Yeah. Increasing bone density and reducing risk of uh, osteoporosis. Um, there's studies have shown that um, it is also important for heart health. So you've got the vitamin C and the vitamin K yep. helping with um, heart health, and uh, there are also studies about blood pressure. So again, you've got the vitamin C and the vitamin K working what seems to look like synergistically, same mm. as C and iron yeah, uh, for uh, blood pressure as well.
0: Yeah. It's quite remarkable how these plants have the key components to mm. work together, uh, not just for their own development, but for like the human body. Because mm. I think, you know, a lot of the times there is this relationship between living things yeah. like plants and animals and
1: humans yeah and like a, and we need this we need this kind of symbiosis where we kind of all live together and yeah we give back to each other yeah at the end of the day we die we go on the ground we fertilize the ground correct the plants grow yeah. they give us the food and lots all. of us die
0: yeah especially Lately. at the moment
1: <laughs> it's terrible oh man that just went dark yeah sorry I, <laughs> i'm sorry yeah carry
0: on Sorry, I really went dark. Oh man, that was bad. Sorry,
1: (laughs) 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 I'm so sorry. Yeah, stop Um, saying sorry. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so fiber. Uh, Mm. It is a a relatively good source of fiber, even though they're small, and you know you'd have to eat a lot to get a lot of fiber. Yeah. You do get bang for your buck, I guess. Yeah. Okay. The best word for it. Mm. Most people know that fiber is good for gut health, and you know we talked about uh, fiber with. broccoli, broccoli mm. and gut motility and reducing colon cancer and that sort of thing so trying to get things to move through the bowels uh quicker or yeah. in a timely manner not so much quicker but in a reasonable time frame we don't want any delays or traffic jams going on down there no we do not no so again the the, the fiber is really good for that uh gut motility and the, the blood sugar control so we've spoken about this a couple of times as well with fiber it helps kind of um, regulate the insulin and insulin sensitivity and that sort of thing. Yeah, and again, fiber is good for feeling full. Yeah. Um. So can, and I say this with inverted quotation, can help with weight loss, but it, it's not helping you lose weight. It's helping you feel fuller <laughs> yeah. by consuming less calories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's more about calorie control at the end yeah. of the day. Yep. 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 Okay. Um. But that is the main outline of nutrition. There's no real medicinal uses for the snow pea, but mm. nutritionally it's quite impressive.
0: Yeah. I'm
1: impressed. I thought I, t- I said you good. would be.
0: Yeah, well I was skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I was skeptical. Purely because it's young. Yeah. You know, when I was doing the research on the history, it was pretty young. There wasn't a whole heap of information about mm. it. It's not like it was prevalent in, you know, societies throughout the ages, you know, only kind of became adopted in Mediterranean and and Chinese culture in the 1700s, 1800s. Well, let's
1: have a think about it, right? When us as Western civilization, when we look at cultures who have people with long lifespans and healthy Mm -hmm. elderly, Mm -hmm. we look at the Mediterranean diet Mm -hmm. and we look at China. Yes, and uh, the blue zones. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Quite prevalent in I, both diets. No, I know, I know, you know and I'm and, sure there's heaps of other foods out there are as well. But yeah,
0: um, and I feel like most of those diets are plant rich. Yeah, yeah, mm. very very plant heavy. Yeah, um, and particularly it's the, um, I mean, meat consumption is really a, uh, a more affluent thing. Mm. You know, you have. It to It always be able was, to, was exactly. In the past, yeah, exactly. So you know. When we looked at those diets, and you look at these diets from a, a long time ago, that <clears throat> they have people who last, you know, longer mm-hmm. than most. Most of their diet consisted of plants. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting. Yeah. Um, although there are always uh, exceptions to the rule, but you know, as a general al- gen generality. Yeah. Um, it's quite interesting. I think that kind of leads into that book with called the China Study. I don't know if yes. you've read that.
1: I haven't read it, but I know. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Um. So, you know, snow peas may have uh, taken up a big part Mm. of, you know, why everyone's doing so well. Yep. I mean, talking about the numbers that you're talking about and it being such a prevalent thing in
1: Chinese culture. When I first got those numbers, I had to go to like six different sources to check. (laughs) (laughs) It seems fair. Yeah. And some of yeah. them were listing 128% dietary for vitamin C. One listed 95%. One was 100. One was 128. And one was like 110. But I mean, it's all in the 100 category. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Mm. But I mean, that is the nutrition of the snow <laughs>
0: Let's talk preparing and cooking first, okay? So, Snoopy is there is a little bit of preparation. Uh, so I'm gonna read you the wiki how. How? Oh, to, yeah. How
1: good are your sources? I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wiki how is actually quite. It's actually quite good. So. Um, Obviously, rinsing the snow peas is what you need to do first. So we all rinse everything that we pretty much eat. Because you're not shaving, <laughs> you're not scraping the the, yeah. the outside of the snow pea off and not deshelling it for the peas inside. Yeah. You've got to wash your vegetables. Yeah. You know? I think it's
1: worth pointing out at this stage, it's the same as most of the stuff we've spoken about, broccoli, beetroot that I yeah. can think of off the top of my head, where you should only rinse it just when you go to... To yes, use it. don't rinse it and then put it in the fridge, correct? Yeah, that's right.
0: Um, okay, so the next part is trimming it. So, um, on the end of your snow peas, there's like a little bit of a tail, I guess. Yeah, um, and there's also a like a string along the stem, yeah, through the middle.
1: It, it's funny when I was looking at facts, mm. I had the name, like the technical name for that thing, but then I decided it wasn't worth talking oh. about. <laughs> well, yeah. You, didn't, really. you don't have it there? Man? No, you I don't just, have yeah, it here. It's, it's just got called, a weird name.
0: It's just called the end cap. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's got oh, a weird man. name.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you remove the string. So basically you break off the little end, you pull it along the top of it. It'll take that little string bit out. Yeah, done many of those. Um, yeah that's all that's all you do you yeah. pinch it and you rip that, if it you off don't,
1: if you don't I guess you could say tail it yeah. if you don't do that it's really stringy and it's yeah it's, it's going to get stuck it. in your yeah. teeth yeah. it's no a good to get rid of it no 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 and you've always got to you've got to go to the right side because you can pull it and take the tail off in one mo- motion yeah. but if you try and rip it the other way it won't work no no
0: no yeah. no, 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 no. no and it's usually along the ridge of it yeah. where the peas are at like the top tough edge yeah, yeah. Yep. you don't try and rip it underneath that no. doesn't work nope no I mean, I don't need to... I feel like I shouldn't have to explain this, but... Some people
1: may never have had snow peas and they yeah. heard what we said and they're yes. going to go and buy them.
0: Well, they should. Yeah, I would. Mm. I'm going to. Mm. And I'm going to make Jamie eat it. Actually, I'm going to buy them, rip them up and then yeah. chop them up really finely oh, yeah. and then put them into a dish. Yeah. So she doesn't even know they're there. Nice. Yeah.
1: It's the best way to do it. Hide the food so that other yeah. people don't know.
0: Well, actually, we started making... Um, stir fries by dicing everything yeah really finely right. so really really small yeah. like the almost bok choy, like a the... vegetable mince yes yeah yeah and then stir fry it all off with all the spices and the yeah. sauces that we want and all the rest of it and then we put it on rice and it was like a vegetable mince yeah. yes but it was amazing nice. and it was so easy to eat yeah it was just it was phenomenal
1: anyway that's how we do stir hit that fries one up now. your sleeve when henley's a bit older
0: yeah 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 yeah. well i'm gonna put those snow peas in there that's nice. going to 200 grams yeah um okay so let's talk a little bit about cooking so most traditional chinese and asian recipes for the snow peas just involve oil garlic salt and soy sauce that's it mm-hmm. so they really let the snow peas sing um, which is kind of a nice thing they you know, you fry off your garlic and oil in a medium to hot pan um, and then chuck your snow peas in for two minutes. Yeah. And then that's them done. And that's key to keeping your nutritional profile intact Exactly, well. yep. yeah. So that's traditionally mm. the Chinese way to cook snow peas is just to fry them off in a medium to high heat mm. and for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that's very short. It's not cooking them until they're soft. Mm. Like you're frying them off quickly. Um so when it comes to Mediterranean recipes, though, they swap the the garlic and the salt and soy sauce out for uh, they use butter and lemon with um, oregano or basil, dried oregano or oh, yeah, basil. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they do with uh, snow peas in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, the next part that I wanted to talk about was Indian cuisine. Yeah, right. I'm curious about this because so,
1: I, I love Indian food. Yeah, and I've never had snow peas.
0: I know. Yeah. Neither have I. Yeah. So, so I found this really cool place on the internet called Simple Indian Reci- Recipes. Yeah, and they were saying um, if you get a chance to buy snow peas with not fully developed peas inside, you can make them into a. I'm gonna say this wrong,
1: but a poryal or a thorin. All right. Um, Thorin, isn't that the dude off the Hobbits? (laughs) The Dwarf King
0: Oh, could be
1: I thought you were talking about Chris Hemsworth
0: there for a second The Hobbits Thorin Thorin (laughs) No Um, Okay, so but if the peas are fully matured Then it's not suitable for making this All right. So poriel How's how's the poriel spelled? Yeah, P-O-R-I-Y-A-L
1: Poriel Okay, I've never yeah. heard of that before.
0: Yeah. It's a common dish found in Tamil Nadu. Mm-hmm. Tamil Nadu.
1: What region do you know? Uh, is it like north, south, east, west? I don't Not know where that is.
0: In Kar Karal Kar- Kar- mm, Kar- Kar- Karala, Karala. <laughs> Sorry. What's the? Jeez, what's I'm terrible at these no, names. No. What's, these the name? what's the name? What's tam- uh, the name? Tamil Nadu. How's it spelled? T a m i l n a d u. Tamil Nadu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but in
1: Karyal... South Indian. Yep. Oh, so it's near Sri Lanka. So it's almost like Sri Lankan. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay.
0: So in Karyal, they, they call it
1: Thorin. Yep.
0: Um, so it's basically the vegetable is stir-fried using some salt, uh, turmeric powder, and green chilies. And then they usually use grated or desiccated coconut is added to the vegetables, um... Uh, when it, it then cooked well, and then it's served with white rice and some curry. Mm. So it's like a side dish mm-hmm. kind of thing that they add into. So yep. you cut up the snow peas really finely. Yeah. Um, take the. So s- it's not cooked
1: into the curry. It's cooked separately no, and then added se- as like yeah. a dressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, usually takes about 10-15 minutes to actually make. Um, they they put in cumin and. And I found another recipe where they used snow peas, onion, shallots, curry leaves, uh, turmeric powder, red chili powder, some cumin seeds, green chili. They put uh, urid dal in it oh, yeah. as well mm-hmm. um, with the desiccated coconut and ginger and, mm. and garlic, which in my head is sounding amazing. Yeah. And I love...
1: Have you got a recipe? Yeah. Can you send it to me?
0: Yeah. Sweet. I will put it up on the... um yeah. We'll put it up on the uh, Instagram account so that everybody can have it because uh, I'm talking to more people than just you, Mm. I've just realised. But yeah, this one sounds really good. And I am a huge, 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 huge fan of red chilies, um, shallots, curry leaves and... And coconut together. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm-hmm. that mix yeah, for it's me a good is combo. amazing. Yep. Um, so, adding some snow peas in there and some other things that are like a dal as well, I reckon it'd be a winner. Um, so, that was really cool. I also found another one that was really cool. It was like a potato and snow pea recipe. That's mm. again, this is um, an Indian recipe where they, you know, you boil your potatoes and then you put them aside and then you add the potatoes and snow peas. And you fry them off for about five minutes, and then you add in lemon, pepper, cumin, turmeric, garam masala, and then you put um, you know fresh coriander over the top of mm. it. Yeah, that sounds nice. It does. Mm. I know. I never thought to do these things no. with snow peas, but no.
1: And I've always eaten snow peas very boring. Yeah, they just get um, steamed and I eat them. That's yeah, that, that is boring. Yeah, it's super boring. Mm.
0: But pretty much every Chinese recipe that I looked at was garlic soy sauce. Yep. And yeah. You can chuck um, sesame seeds over it if you wanted to, um, cook it off with ginger. There was a Kung Pao yep. um, snow pea recipe as well, mm. which is, The good
1: thing, and I'm kind of jumping into growing, is you. Mm-hmm. Sh- it, when it comes to cooking, you should be able to get them most of the year from wherever you buy them. That's cool. Yeah
0: nice mm. um well i never not see them in the yeah in they, the supermarkets. They, they're pretty
1: much all year round. yeah yeah
0: so that's pretty cool mm. um so yeah uh, i think just um when i was doing this research for the uh, thing the think the biggest thing for me was that it was in indian cuisine because mm. i just automatically thought chinese cuisine stir fries yeah but the different indian ones that um i've seen i'm really interested in yep and would love to try that because mm, snow beans are big in indian culture yep. and curries and things like that mm. and sri lankan cuisine as well but um yeah snow mm. peas man
1: we cook a uh, a few stir fries but never really with snow peas it's more with the green beans yeah okay yeah we have done a couple of times but mostly mm. green beans yeah i maybe we're swapping
0: them around mm getting those snopies yeah Yeah. anyway yeah so that's uh pretty much how to cook them Mm -hmm. and what you should cook them with keep it really simple i actually think that'd be a really cool snack just to kind of have around you can eat them fresh yeah Mm -hmm. well i mean but you could probably marinate
1: fresh ones i'm thinking like um edamame just look lightly boil them or blanch them yeah take them out strain them a little bit of salt yeah yeah even like edamame. Yeah. Mm.
0: And a, probably a cheaper alternative than edamame.
1: Probably a lot cheaper. Yeah.
0: Mm. Although edamame, edamames are really mm. interesting. I love them. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to them another day, yeah. but there are, there are perfect three. Do you know this? Mm. They're one third, one third, one third. It's a third protein, oh, a really? third carbs and a third fat. And you know high in protein, but yeah. I, I didn't know that. they were. There are exact triple that's cool. They're a triple threat. Yeah.
1: No, well, don't, don't give away too no, much. No, I know. I'm yeah. oh, sorry.
0: But Jeez. I
1: know. Mate, That's so cool. That's, That's why spicy. I love edamame. Yeah, anyway. I love them too. We eat all, time.
0: Yeah. You know you can buy them shelled? Why would you do that? It's you part get of the fun. What? Shelling them? Oh, yeah. I love oh that bit. Oh, my God. It's what like a waste pistachios. Of time. No. Oh, my
1: God. such a waste of nah, time. Nah, it's part of the fun.
0: No, it's not no, part it of is. the fun. Oh my God. We'll agree to disagree on that one. Well, I agree that you're wrong. That's what I've agreed on. (laughs) It's such a boring thing to do. No, no. Carry on. Tell me how to grow snow peas, mate, and how to store them.
1: Growing a snow pea. Yes. I think the thing to be... um aware of here is it, it, it has the name snow pea, but like I, you mentioned it, I think right back at the start, um, it's it's not ideally grown in the snow. <laughs> it no? doesn't like the snow very much. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's funny that it's called the snow pea. It but um, while it, it can survive frost, you're better to not have it um, yeah. or protect it in the frost or even try and grow it in the frost. Okay, It needs a temperature of like at least seven degrees. So it does it does like the cold, but not not freezing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where it's you know minus fifty all the time. Yeah. So don't grow it in, in Celsius in the right. Arctic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't grow it in the Arctic.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's anyway. a really
0: good tip there, everyone. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not try and grow snow peas in the Arctic.
1: Yeah. So it can survive frost, but it, it um, it's better if it doesn't have to. Okay. So in Melbourne. Um, sewn. So the best time to sow them to plant is between March and August. So it's actually a really big window. Oh, oh,
0: that that's a large window. A huge window, which is why yeah.
1: you can get them in the shops almost year round. Mm. Um, yeah, quite a quite a broad planting window. Yeah. Um, they like they'd like a dry soil. So one of the places I read that said if you rake your soil and some of the soil st- sticks to the rake, it's too wet. you need a nice dry soil that Mm. kind of falls off your rake or your shovel or whatever. Really? Yeah. Um, Yeah, suitable for just about every climate apart from the Arctic, as I mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And full sun, which, you know, if it's summer (laughs) in the Arctic, you get (laughs) sun 24 hours a day. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, if you had yourself a little garden outside,
1: (laughs) you know. Yeah. All right, let's get off that joke. It's stupid. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yours, yeah. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> um you mentioned the flowers uh, in Chinese culture were yeah. Um, important yep. yeah the flowers hate frost oh. uh, so the, the, it will kill them and um, again it kind of goes against this name the snow pea but uh, while it what while it likes the cold it doesn't like it to be too cold one yeah. of the one of the good things though is the snow pea you can grow it in a pot so you don't need a full garden you can pot it somewhere and um, because it's a vine yeah so you can just grow the vine up wherever you want and you know kind of lead it where you want to grow and that sort of thing cool um so that kind of leads to my next point where you do need to stake it or have a wireframe or something to help the plant support its weight because it can't support itself um and they can grow up to Nearly two metres tall. So you Whoa. could you could grow a pretty decent plant. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so I'm actually really yeah. wanting to give this a go. Yeah.
1: It's super accessible mm. to people with gardens, people with balconies. Yeah. You know, sort of thing. Little courtyards. That's yeah, I mean. yeah. You just need to get... It does like full sun. It will grow in partial sun, but the more sun you can give it, the better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then once, once you've got it growing, you're talking... Eight to twelve week period before you can harvest. Is that is. So if you're if your planting window is March to August, mm. and you're eight to twelve weeks, you could plant f- periodically from yeah. March to August, and then sow everything, uh, reap everything that you sow after that. Like you just keep rotating your crop through.
0: Yeah, That's, you wouldn't actually run out. No,
1: would you? Well, it pro- depends on how much it's you plant and of wings. how you store it. Because uh, yeah, I can yeah. touch on storage as well. Um, you, you can store it for about two weeks in the fridge. Okay, so you've got a pretty decent storage time.
0: Yeah, you yeah. can freeze them, though.
1: You can. So yeah. freezing, well, let's talk about storage quickly. Freezing, you, you just have to blanch them off first. So quick oh, okay. blanch, ice water, in a bag in the freezer.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: and you'll they'll keep for ages. Yeah. Amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so growing, you know, 8 to 12 weeks um, and then you, you can, if you have your staggered planting, you can just keep, keep getting snow pea. So, super simple. One of the things I wanted to draw attention to, we talked about the peanut last week and the peanut is also a legume as well as the snow pea. Yeah. You're talking about it being a nitrogen fixer. Yes. Well. Wow. Turns out the snow peas as well,
2: oh. and that's all part
1: of the legume family. They're nitrogen fixers. Oh, I think I read that. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Really interesting. They actually put nitrogen back into the soil, mm. and then your cruciferous plants like your cabbage and broccoli and that mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. nitrogen out. So really good um, to have a garden that's got both, and you you got your um, you're giving back to the soil and that's all that so sort cool. of thing. So important with the nitrogen fixer is to not use a fertilizer that's um, high in nitrogen. Yes, okay. Yeah. That so makes you've got, sense. You've got to be careful with the third Unless
0: you're line. planting broccoli on its own and not having the nitrogen fixes there. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um it's that, cool. Uh
1: that's the growing side. I wanted to talk about the companion planting and mm. I was I actually had my list of companion plants in front of me while you were talking about the food because I want I'm mm. really interested to see and none of the stuff that's down as a companion plant was in the recipe. So Oh. I thought it was interesting. Companions, chives, mint, Yes. Elysium, carrot, cucumber, radish and turnip. Okay. Now I could see in a salad, the mint, the cucumber, radish and snow pea easily yeah. in a salad. And yeah, the yeah, beetroot. Yeah. Bee yeah. um, I mean chives. So you were talking about the potatoes with the Indian curry. Mm. And, I, and then it just immediately made me think of jack and potatoes, potatoes, chives. You could cut up the snow peas. Man, I think, I
0: don't know this for certain. For some reason, I feel like my mum has made a potato salad with snow peas in it before. Mm. I don't know why yeah. I'm thinking that. With chives. Though, right? she well, you've got turnip chives. there.
1: Turnips are close, like in, yeah, in texture, not flavour. They're not really. No, they're it's not it's great. Really, look, We can be honest with each other. Have you had yeah.
0: the turnip
1: cakes before? Oh, like uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I've tried turnips a few times. i don't like not any. a huge fan. No. Um, anyway yeah so, so that's that's it for the the companion okay. so i thought it was interesting. it's interesting mm.
0: i actually wrote down a note just as you were talking about this before about fiber mm. so i did find a recipe that was broccoli and um snow peas as a recipe that mm. was just like garlic
1: uh oil snow peas Is it like broccoli? a constipation recipe
0: well well you were saying that um the fibers not there's not heaps of
1: fiber mm. in. You'd have to eat a lot to get a heap yeah, of fiber. Yeah, but then yeah. if you
0: paired it up with broccoli. Yeah, then you get. I mean, that's amount. a big meal. Yeah. It's a whole heap of fiber here. It's a whole heap of vitamin C here. Yeah. It's like a big, like, yeah. big nutritious meal right mm. there. So.
1: Yeah, if you're trying to um, cut down what you ate, and when mm. I say cut down, cut down the total calories. Yeah. If you ate broccoli and snow peas in, uh, in a meal, you'd probably. Mm wouldn't be able to consume a whole lot no yeah but really good for you Mm. we go back to that um the broccoli recipe that i i talked about we talked about peanuts so the the peanut and the baked broccoli and the soy Mm. and and throw some snow peas in there you
0: may as well yeah (laughs) win win win. Yeah.
1: (laughs) that's awesome uh yeah so that's growing and uh we, we touched on storage i'll just recap in the fridge one to two weeks Um, the longer you store it, the more the sugars in the, the peas turn to starch, Okay. which starch is still a kind of a sugar, but it's in a different format. Yeah. Um, but I, I think from that, it just gets less sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we talked about storing in the freezer. You have to blanch it first. So you, you top and tail it, quick blanch, ice water to stop the cooking. Yeah. In a bag, in the, oh, you got to dry them. Make sure they're hundred percent dry. Oh, before you put them in the freezer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So paper towel, dry it out. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, bag yeah. in the freezer. Okay.
0: Yeah, Ooh, and that's like that's growing in storage. Amazing, mate. That was really cool. Well, that is the podcast. Mm. For it turned today. out to be a little bit more interesting than we thought. Right? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, it. <clears throat> It's interesting enough for me to want to plant it Mm. and for me to want to eat more of them. That's all that matters though, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't really care if it's got a vast history that's, you know, really interesting. Yeah, that's like
1: interest stake. Yeah. Oh, look what I know about the history of this. Correct. But But
0: nutritionally. How good is it? That's amazing. Yeah. Like it's a lot more nutritious than an onion. And an onion has a vast history, but I'd eat a snow pea over an onion. Mm. You know, if I wanted to get a really good nutrition. Unless you're Tony Abbott. Mm. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so yeah, amazing. Well, that was really cool, man. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, good one to come out of isolation with. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that I will be growing them now. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, I've got this huge list of things that I want to grow. And yeah. I just and got, I think... i uh, got to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, so do I. And uh, I think I just need to build some planters out on the balcony and, mm. and start planting stuff and, and really going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even doing something down at our warehouse. But um, I'm excited to get going. And we'll start putting some, some stuff up on the Instagram about yeah. how we're going with the
1: growing. Yeah, I was so. out uh, assessing my plum tree mm-hmm. this morning. Nice. Uh, getting my plan for pruning and all the leaves are nearly... It so once it's fully dropped off, I'll start the pruning. So I'll probably um, nice. take a few photos or whatever. While I are do you going to
0: make them into perfect, like round plum shaped trees? No,
1: oh. no, but I might do a time lapse or something. For yeah, the pruning. Okay. yeah,
0: yeah. Hey, do they look you've got two trees, right?
1: Yeah, well, there's three trees together. Oh, okay, two of them are plums and one's an apple.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, nice man, that's cool, mm. very interesting. So I guess. The only thing that, Lee, that we've got left to do is talk about what we're going to be doing next week.
1: Mm. Uh, something more more exciting? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that what are we nice. up to? So, what are we up to? We we're just doing did, a fruit. Well, this was I down and vegetable. Shh, no, we're <laughs> doing a fruit. Okay, a fruit. It's actually your decision, but uh, it is my decision. That is correct. A fruit. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Mm. What do you? What do you? What are you leaning towards? Yeah,
0: so I'm leaning towards something that we've talked about a lot, and we have to explore now, Mm -hmm. and that is the orange. That is correct.
1: (laughs) So we're going to be doing oranges. Yeah, that's good because I I want to know how much vibrancy is in an orange. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know too. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So get your research cap on. Next week. Well, you're doing nutrition, mate. So you well, get that's your right. research I cap on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like orange is going to be one of those ones that has a really long history. I I just have this feeling they've been around for a long time. I don't
1: know it. Well, no. I don't think anyone does, really. Mm. So do you think it's because marketing, they could market orange juice. And so that became, it's sweet, tastes good, juice it up let's market that as an easy way to consume vitamin C probably yeah but who knows mm. like I I'm excited about
0: oranges because yeah. I feel like we're going to be tackling a lot of the marketing side of it mm. and exploring why find out was there's done. some conglomerate Mm. <laughs> Behind oranges, yeah, yeah. Been, like, who just engineered yeah. an yeah, orange yeah. just so that they could, yeah. yeah. There's a joke that I heard ages and ages ago called, um, that goes, uh, why isn't a carrot called an orange? Mm. Yeah,
1: fair point. Yeah,
0: yeah, but there's no actual answer. Well, no, no, because it's a carrot and not an orange. Well, but it's orange though,
1: I know, but it's a carrot,
0: yeah, but it's orange. <laughs> Carrots is another one I'm really looking forward to doing. But anyway, we're going to do oranges. There's so many to do. I know. Oh, my God. We're going to be go this on. for a long time. I
1: reckon we'll die before we get through them all.
0: <laughs> mate.
1: There's now a Now who's turning up. it morbid? There's, well, you said, you, you, really you said the tone. You got real. You said the tone.
0: It be really dark, mate. <laughs> it's not that The dark. point was, if we did we're a podcast
1: every day until the day we die, we still wouldn't cover every edible plant on the planet. Yeah, we would. No, we wouldn't.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely.
1: No, disagree.
0: What? You, I'm not talking the different varieties, we're talking like the head chains. Well snow pea's not a head chain. Well kinda yeah. <laughs> It is in a okay. side <laughs> anyway, we digress. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this up, shall we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. thanks again to everyone who has been listening. We definitely appreciate your support. Um we will be putting more and more things up on instagram again if you've got any funny stories if you've got any uh anecdotes if you've got any recipes that you particularly love if you've got anything just if you um, just want to say hi correct mm. we will actually say hi back mm. um send us a dm on instagram or um you know send us a message you've got a email address uh, through the Instagram account as well, but the Instagram account is two guys one plant podcast you will not miss it um, thanks again Tim snow peas was a good one thank you yeah uh, Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but until next week do yourself a favor and uh, eat some more plants